Welcome to First Formation, a weekday podcast for high church lowlifes like me, Logan Isaac, looking to get the fuck up and pray. This is where Pew Pew HQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hearty folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. A podcast for anyone who cares for soldiers and veterans enough to follow us into the mud and the suck. To hear the good news through grunts and with grunts, in the unity of the Holy Spirit as one church forever and ever. Fall in. Psalm 100 Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come into his presence with singing. Know that the Lord is God. It is he that made us, and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him. Bless her name. For the Lord is good. His steadfast love endures forever and his faithfulness to all generations. Ezekiel chapter 34, verses 17 through 23. As for you, my flock, thus says the Lord God, I shall judge between sheep and sheep, between rams and goats. Is it not enough for you to feed feed on the good pasture, but you must tread down with your feet the rest of the pasture? When you drink of clear water... Must you foul the rest with your feet? And must my sheep eat when you have trodden with your feet, and drink what you have fouled with your feet? Therefore, thus says the Lord God to them, I myself will judge between the fat sheep and the lean sheep. Because you pushed with flank and shoulder and and butted at all the weak animals with your horns until you scattered them far and wide, I will save my flock, and they shall no longer be ravaged, and I will judge between sheep and sheep. I will set up over them one shepherd, my servant David, and he shall feed them. He shall feed them and be their shepherd. 1 Peter chapter 5, verses 1 through 5. Now, as an elder myself and a witness of the sufferings of Christ, as well as one who shares in the glory to be revealed, I exhort the elders among you to tend the flock of God that is in your charge, exercising the oversight not under compulsion but willingly, as God would have you do it, not so, not for sordid gain, but eagerly. Do not lord it over those in your charge, but be examples to the flock. And when the chief shepherd appears, you will win the crown of glory that never fades away. In the same way, you who are younger must accept the authority of the elders, and all of you must clothe yourselves with humility in your dealings with one another. For God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Good morning and welcome to the fourth Monday of Eastertide. This is Brother Logan Isaac broadcasting from the Appalachian Abbey in Knoxville, Maryland. This morning's readings come to us from Psalm 100, Ezekiel 34, and 1 Peter 5. But May 4th, besides being uh, apparently a Star Wars holiday, uh, May the 4th be with with you. (laughs) Um, It's also the feast day for Soldier Saint Florian of Lorch. Uh, St. Florian um, was one of uh, the soldiers who are remembered uh, that uh, who were um, martyred during the very early part of the 4th century, about 304 or 305. 
It was at that time that Diocletian uh, was the emperor and the empire was in decline. And um, Diocletian decided that the problem was with the Christians not appeasing the Roman gods. And so he sent out a direction that all, uh, everybody that he could control, which included especially the military, they would um, be required to pledge allegiance to Caesar and confess Caesar as God. And uh, a lot of these soldier stories are of officers because there's fewer of them. They are much closer to Caesar. Um, and so the, the, I don't know, the need as well as the opportunity to do something like this existed much more for the upper ranks than for you know, the rank and file. Um, and Florian was one of them. And Florian, what sets him apart is he was actually a part of the, um, I can't remember the name of the, uh, of the actual unit, but essentially they were the equivalent, you could say, of the police, the police force in Rome. So there's a number of different legions, and one of the legions was stationed and remained in Rome, and they would um, they would be called upon to you know defend Caesar in Rome to settle disputes and basically kind of be um, you know Caesar's muscle there in town. Um, and one of the um, the problems early on uh, that they they realized they had to do as well was fight fires. And so the Vigilus, that's the name of his legion. Uh, Florian was a commander in the Vigilus. And vigil, uh, like standing vigil or to be vigilant, means to stay up late at night. Um, and what the Vigilus did was to patrol the night and, you know, stop robbers and, you know, kind of do general police enforcement work, but also they carried buckets and wagons full of water with them in case they discovered a fire. And so Florian was one of these um, commanders in this unit. It was new at the time Florian was serving. It was kind of this, you know, tip of the spear kind of unit. And Florian was a closet Christian. Um, It wasn't um, it was at a time when Christianity was popular, um, or at least widespread, but still looked down upon. And then Diocletian came out and said, okay, fuck y'all. Um, you guys, you're pissing off the Roman gods because you're not, um, you know, doing, you know, sacrificing to the Roman gods. So clearly Rome is failing and the, the Vandals and Visigoths are at the door because you're not doing your part to worship our gods. And so Florian um, was caught up in this, and um, the uh, the story goes that he was given up by someone else, um, but we don't know if that's that's true. We just know that he was forced in some way to make a choice, um, whether openly or privately, and that choice was to um, act in a way that suggested um, that Caesar was God and that Therefore, Jesus was not. Um, and I can hear, you know, Florian's contemporaries at the time, which, and this was also common in other soldier saint stories, of telling them, look, just say it. You know, it's not a big deal. So what? You don't have to believe it. You just have to do it. 
And Florian and many of these soldier saints um, chose not to. That, yes, it could have been easy to lie. It would have been easy to um, keep your mouth shut or, um, when asked, just lie and say, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Caesar's God. And you go on about doing your uh, hospitable work with the poor and being charitable, but that's only part of our faith. Um, And so Florian makes uh, some confession or action that um, is in contrast with the order and he is sentenced to death and Florian um, was apparently a pretty well-known firefighter, vigilist um, and they decided that um, I don't know how common it was but apparently they were going to burn him at the stake after they beat him and um, flogged him and stuff uh, and, and Florian was said to have, have told them, I'm not afraid of the fire. Go ahead and light it, and by the grace of God, I'll enter into the fire. And they must have been really superstitious because they really believed that he would walk into the fire. And so they, they put the fire out, and instead, they tied a millstone around his neck and threw him into the river Enns in modern-day Austria. And he was drowned, and his body was later recovered by a... Uh, a pious woman, and this also is a trend that women typically uh, have gone out and recovered bodies, um, and this happened with George as well. Um, it's these you know, women of the church that go out and are willing to make themselves unclean by touching dead bodies, um, but also preserving their relics and became very popular in around the same time uh, as the uh, these stories were were being popularized. Hagiography was becoming mainstream. It was also a time when relics became a big thing. Um, and the, the power that was left in their bones was thought to be very, um, significant and contagious somehow. And so he was preserved or he was, his body was preserved and he, um, he's thought of very highly in Poland because one of the popes way back when gave a bunch of Florian's relics to um, the church in Poland. So Florian is the uh, patron of of Polish Christians um, as well as firefighters because he was one of the earliest firefighters. And if you've ever seen, as I'm sure you have, seen um, the the logos or the patches that firefighters wear, it's this like weird rounded like flower petal-y thing with a circle in the middle and four petals, for lack of a better word. Um, And that's actually known as St. Florian's Cross. Firefighters use a a version of the cross that was popularized by St. Florian um, because he's the patron saint of firefighters. In fact, in Germany, um, the, um, the word Florian, and I don't, that's the English word, I don't know what it is in German, but apparently um, they are, the word is so close that to um, call out for a fireman in Germany is, um, is, is basically something like calling out this name, Florian. Um, Florian is considered synonymous with fireman um, in the German-speaking world. Um, and he was thought to have been martyred on May 4th in 304 or 305. Um, and so, uh, you know, Star Wars is great and all, um, but May 4th is the feast day of this 
soldier saint who um, served Caesar up until Caesar decided to stab him in the back. And then he said, um, you know, I'll, I'll protect you, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to worship you. There's a line um, within the military that I'm willing to approach, um, but I will not cross that line. Um, it's not, you know, the, the, the importance is not that I not be a soldier, um, as some pacifists think the early church thought. Um, it is that as a soldier, I serve Christ first, and that means I do not kill, that means I do not worship Caesar. Um, and Florian is one of the many at this time period under this specific persecution, very well-documented persecution that um, was martyred and entered uh, the church triumphant as a, as a martyr uh, for the church as, and as an example uh, for soldier saints to follow. Prayer for the Feast Day of St. Florian by Gretchen Filtz of GetFed.com Almighty God, whose great power and eternal wisdom embraces the universe, watch over all firefighters. Protect them from harm in the performance of their duty to fight fire, save lives, and preserve property. We pray help them to keep our homes and all buildings safe by day and night. We commend them to your loving care because their duty is dangerous. Grant them your unending strength and courage in their daily assignments. Dear God, protect these brave persons. Grant them your almighty protection and unite them safely with their families after duty has ended. Amen. Thank you for falling in to First Formation, where PPUHQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hardy folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. If you like what you've heard, I hope you'll consider participating in one of the three following ways. First, you can support the podcast with a monthly contribution at anchor.fm slash firstformation slash support. You can sponsor morning prayer for Pew Pew people with as little as a dollar a month and you can cancel at any time if I piss you off. Second, you can become a co-host by recording a weekday lectionary reading yourself and sending it to me to be included in an episode of your choosing. Instructions for co-hosts will be provided to you directly, and you don't have to be a grunt to participate in First Formation in this or any way. Finally, and most importantly, you can send me your prayer requests of a minute or less with a recording app of your choice. Prayers may be added to a morning prayer episode, aired anonymously, if you wish, or kept private for me to pray for off-air. So there you have it, three ways to participate in morning prayers for pew-pew people. I hope you'll continue to listen in and maybe even consider participating yourself. This has been Logan Isaac, always faithful, always family. Semper Familia.